The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, (laughs) wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So before we get started with this special Thanksgiving Day episode, I personally want to give thanks to each and every one of you listening to the Sexy Cool Lounge podcast, because without you, man, (laughs) we wouldn't be in 55 countries. 543 cities around the world with downloaded episodes. So from my heart and my vibe to your vibe, before we get started today, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. And if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge vibe, thank you for joining us. You can check out any one of our episodes in our catalog from one to episode number 76 with this the special episode being episode number 77. We've had some great guests come to the studio. We talked about some empowering and inspiring topics, and I'm sure that there's something that will fuel your soul. You can check out the website at www.sexycoollounge.com. And if you want to check out the podcast, we are on any one of your favorite podcast platforms. So please give us a follow. And if you are on social media, (laughs) Instagram, Give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge and we'll definitely follow you back. And you guys know that you can always find me on Facebook. All right. So today is a special day. And for this Thanksgiving Day holiday, I thought it would be fitting if I brought in to have a discussion, the matriarch of my family. All right. And she's 98 years old. And again, she is the matriarch. Everything goes through her. And what a better way to talk about Thanksgiving, love, family, food, (laughs) okay, than to bring her in. But before we do that, uh, rounding out the roundtable discussion, first and foremost, you guys know her from a reoccurring, uh, well, from a previous episode, Mother's Day episode. (laughs) So no other than my mama. Mama, how you doing? I'm doing fine, boo. How you doing? I'm doing really, really good, Ma. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you so much. I do appreciate you including me in this family discussion about Thanksgiving or giving thanks. I appreciate that very much being part of this discussion. Absolutely. And also rounding out the roundtable is going to be my cousin, Casey. Cousin Casey, how are you? Hey, cousin. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Thank you for the invite. You're welcome. So before we get to the matriarch of the family, uh, Mom, let me first ask you, as always, all right, what does sexy cool mean to you? Well, um, I think it's an attitude. It's a personality. It's a character trait, almost. It's not something that you can make up. It's how you present yourself with a level of confidence. And sometimes I think the young people might even call it a swag, but you carry yourself in such a way 
that people uh, recognize your self-confidence and that makes you cool. It makes you sexy. It makes you sexy cool. So that's what it means to me. Definitely. Yeah. Spoken Definitely. like your mother, okay? Spoken like my true mother. So yes. now y'all know where I get the, the, the theory <laughs> from. All right, y'all? Don't get it twisted, all right? All right? Now, before we get to the matriarch of the family, and we will introduce her in a minute, Miss Casey, Cousin Casey, please, you following that, what does sexy cool mean to you? The first thing I thought of was confidence. Just like Sandra said, it's, it's the swag. It's something that each individual person has that cannot be replaced and that you can't find in anybody else. That's what that means to me. Sounds like you are going truly with the being authentic and true to yourself, which is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that. Um, as always, y'all, there is no... Uh, true one answer to that question, I can ask it a million times and I will get a million different answers. So that is the beauty behind that question. So thank you guys for your energy for that. Now let's get to last but not least on the round table. Please give a warm welcome to the one that I love the most, the matriarch of my family, 98 year old. And she only goes by Aunt Bernice. Miss Bernice, how you doing today? Well, I feel especially honored to even be thought of in a way that you're doing to have us around the table to talk about Thanksgiving and what it means to us. Um, thank you so much for inviting me. And even, uh, you know, you could be so busy doing so many other things, but it was such a special day and in my life. At this age, I really consider it special. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. Well, you are a special person, not only to me, but to a host of other people. And I'm not even just talking family. You have been around a long time and you have touched so many lives in what you do. Now, you know, we have not said that, you know, you are having your own business, right? You do hair, right, Aunt Bernice? Yes. And yes, I can hear. Yeah. And if if you guys notice at 98, I did not say retired. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if you thought that you maybe had missed that word in my introduction of Aunt Bernice at 98 years old, uh, no, it did not come out of my mouth because. Yes, that is true. She is still occasionally doing hair in her own salon, which is right next door to her house. How long has the salon been open, Aunt Bernice? Well, uh, I first entered the business in 1965, and I moved here in 1972. So I've lived here in this building in 1972, it's a, a corner building, and the beauty parlor is in the front of the house. Uh, it's quite a big place, and a delightful place that I've enjoyed working in. So just so that everybody knows um, around the world, uh, Aunt Bernice lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, USA. 
So when she talks about where she is, um, she's in Philadelphia, PA. So yeah. First, yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to touch base on this holiday, this Thanksgiving holiday, Aunt Bernice, was the love and the harmony that goes into family around that time. And I thought that you would be the best person to truly talk about love and family and what it means to get together around Thanksgiving. So from your perspective, can you just tell us what it means to you to be with family for Thanksgiving holiday? Well, the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, we are our home. My home place is in South Carolina. Uh, my maiden name is Neesmith, and we lived in an area called Neesmith Corner, where you had I had seven uncles, and they all gathered in Neesmith Corner. But our family consisted of seven boys and three girls. Um, Thanksgiving was really, really special. Uh, we have a big house. It's a bungalow house. And we enjoyed uh, the excitement coming home. Uh, some of us had gone different, lived in different areas, and the children would be around, and we would be coming home, but we all stayed in the same building, in the same house. Some of us slept on the floor. Some of us slept in bed. Some of us slept in chairs. And even we have uncles and aunts around, and they would offer their home, but we didn't want that. We wanted to stay at home. We wanted to enjoy home. You know, you got excited about the food that was being cooked, uh, the preparation that was being made to enjoy all of the children. It did not matter who they were, but we just had fun. And there was a love that existed that I can't explain. Um, it did not matter uh, about getting a lot of rest. It was just about being together. Well, I definitely uh, know. I, I would. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. What you saying? No, you go ahead. Well, we, well go ahead and finish your, your statement, Aunt Bernice. It was about being together. And as I said, uh, the food and one of the things that I remembered, we used to have a barbecue where they would barbecue the pig outside. And the night before Thanksgiving, like Wednesday night, we used to gather around the fire and we used to sing. And we did, it was a, a love that you could not explain. And that love exists even today. Well, one of the things that I remember as a kid um, going to the uh, Thanksgiving Day holiday uh, homes, you know, especially down south, was always there was just happy moments. I mean, you may only see somebody once a year, but it was almost like you could pick up from where things were last year. You know, amen. go ahead. I, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So mom, can you kind of uh, fill in a little bit? So as I was a kid and we would go to some of the family uh, places, uh, what were some of your fond memories of being together? Well, uh, I, I particularly liked um, going to the family reunions in Neesmith, South Carolina. There was something about that Neesmith name that was so special to me. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, you know, why it was spelled differently. Some spelled it N-E-S-M-I-T-H. Some spelled it N-E capital S. Some said Neesmith, Moosmith. You were called everything. But to me, it was very special. And going into Neesmith, South Carolina, seeing the cleaners, the grocery store, the deli, just all the businesses with that name, there was a certain element of pride, you know, that I had. I was a Neesmith for what, over 50 years of my yeah. life. Yeah. So it was very special to me. Um, and um, going into the home in Neesmith, South Carolina with all the Neesmiths there was just so special. And you and your brother um, got to ride or learn to ride a pony yeah. while you were in Nice. I don't know if you even remember that. <laughs> I remember. But, but your Uncle Mari, who is Aunt niece's brother, um, taught you all how to ride, ride the pony. And you got that experience that you just don't have when you, um, when you live in the city. Yeah. I remember the uh, the tractor was yep. it didn't it, didn't we have tobacco and we had a tractor uh, over on the on the other side of, of the house on the other side of the road of the house? Does anybody remember? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and you would sit in Uncle Mari's lap, and you know you thought you would drive in that tractor. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful memories. Beautiful, uh, cousin Casey. How about you? What What are some of your fond memories of Thanksgiving and the family? Um, I think my most fond memory is, um, I think within the last 10 years, we've done Thanksgiving like on the grand scale um, in Philadelphia. And between Thanksgiving um, and Christmas, those two are um, I'm Bernice's favorite holidays because we all can get together. But Thanksgiving, she pulls out all of her cooking skills that she might have not pulled out during the week, just having dinner. So she um, spends extra time at the grocery store. She spends an extra amount of time in the kitchen. And um, at the time when um, her nephew Leroy was living, she made sure to get all his favorite things that um, he would want for Thanksgiving. And she made sure to have all of it on the table. And it was like a buffet every Thanksgiving. And she did not miss, she did not care if she only um, got two hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And also during the times while she was in the kitchen, that was like the, um, the best like quality time you could get with her. You know, if you had like, little issues that you were dealing with and you didn't want everybody to know while she was in the kitchen preparing for Thanksgiving. That's when you go slip in and talk to her and, you know, you get your little quality time and your extra loving during that time from her. And you get a, um, a more tender side from her too, because, you know, she's like in her glory doing Thanksgiving and she's just 
counsel and everything and giving all types of advice. Right. And then I well, also remember waking up at like, she would wake up, she'll say, set the alarm, wake me up at three o'clock. We got to put the turkey in. And the turkey was always huge. And the turkey would cook all night until almost like eight or nine o'clock that morning, Thanksgiving morning, the turkey will be done. Wow. Yeah. But boo, I, I'd like Wonder to just add. I'd like to add to that that I was I was just visiting with Aunt Bernice last month. So we're talking about October. And those things that Casey well, I wanted I wanted to give you this while we were in the middle of this dinner. Okay. Yep. Is it okay? Sure. Um, yeah. You got the that was you that was unique. Uh on that for the dinner. Uh, the women used to dress in their long dresses, evening dresses, and the men used to dress in their suits and coats and ties. The children used to dress in their little pretty dresses, and the boys in little pretty suits. This was a tradition, and this was in the home place. This was not in a hotel. We all would get around the table and we were dressed in a certain way. You had to be dressed for dinner. Um, as the boys grew up and begun to date, regardless of whether they had a date or not, they were supposed to be and expected to be at dinner. And any place you want to go, you could do that after dinner. But this was one of the you know, we used to enjoy the beauty of it. And we used to have all kinds of food on the table. Name it, and you had it. Uh, you had the barbecue, you had the turkey, you had the pies, you had the vegetable. Uh, it was a ceremony that has extended itself into the family reunion, the, the bigger family reunion. Even now with the bigger family reunion, we still dress to go to the night when we have the banquet. Uh, and that's important. That has been important to this family because so many people have lost the art of realizing not only is it a special day for family, but it also represents love and respect uh, in a manner that you don't get most places. There you go, y'all. Y'all are hearing it from the matriarch herself. Man, that is powerful. Talking about food, uh, one of my favorite foods at Thanksgiving uh, is corn pudding, right? And my mama can make one hellacious corn pudding. And for y'all that don't know what corn pudding is, I'm going to switch it around to the round table and ask my mama if she would not uh, help us understand what is corn pudding, mama? Okay. Corn pudding is one of your side dishes. Um, if you think of macaroni and cheese, it looks like that. Um, it has uh, um, a consistency, but it's not um, it's, it's not the macaroni, it's the corn, but you have the eggs and you have the cream and you've got the sugar, you've got, and you've got to know what those proportions are because you don't want it to be too sweet. 
but then it's got to have some sweetness to it. And you have to bake a corn pudding in a pan of water. See, because when it comes out, you don't want it dry. You want it to have that pudding effect. And I'm telling you, when you, and you can do it with canned corn. You don't have to do it with fresh corn. Cream corn, the whole kernel corn, man, I'm telling you. And Jim can eat the whole thing. That's right, and it, all that he doesn't eat, he takes it's home. Going with home it. with me, it's going home. Yeah. So don't even get yeah. it twisted, y'all. Y'all can have a, a spoonful, and then the rest is coming over here to to Jimmy IV. So <laughs> there we go, uh, Miss Casey. What, what what was more of your favorite hey, food Casey, uh, for this holiday season? Casey, oh, Casey still cooks the corn pudding. Nice. <laughs> I think my favorite um, is when um, I'm Bernice's collard greens. Oh, there we go. Wow. So we got corn. So, 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 so right now on the virtual Thanksgiving roundtable buffet, we've got, uh, we got corn pudding and we got collard greens. All right, mama, you up next. And then we're going to end it out with, with Aunt Bernice. What's yours, mama? Mine is sweet potatoes. Now I can go, I can go with, um, uh, just the plain sweet potatoes, but I want to say, I was with Aunt Bernice a month ago. And if you think at 98, still fixing a few people's hair is spectacular. Let me tell you about her in the kitchen. She is still the queen in the kitchen. Absolutely. Now, I think I, I, think I do pretty good in the kitchen too. <laughs> but when I said to Aunt Bernice, look, do you need some help? Can I help you? No, you just go sit down. And I mean, she's 98 years old. And let me tell you what she put on the table that blew my mind. She did sweet potatoes. You know, it's like a, like a souffle or like um, mashed or whatever with marshmallows on top. I'm telling you, that's one of my favorites. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Matriarch, Aunt Bernice, what is your favorite dish of the Thanksgiving Day holiday? Well, my favorite dish is one of the things I always have is baked macaroni, yep. collard greens, yep. turkey, the dressing, and uh, don't forget, you got to have a little bit of rice in there. All right. <laughs> you got to have All a little right. bit of rice. Nice. Uh, it is in the end, you don't, the dinner's not finished unless you have rice. And mm-hmm. you have all the other things around it, you know. You have what you call the rutabaga turnips, and I don't imagine you know anything about that. <laughs> uh, you have coconut pie that Blanche used to make that you cannot get anymore. Right. Uh, and everybody just eat, and of course, you don't put the food away right after dinner. No. You just put it, make sure you've got it covered because you keep going back getting a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, Bernice, tell them about the apple cake. <laughs> the apple that Levana was special with that. Tell them, tell them, talk a little bit about that. Uh, you mean Tay? Yes. My cake. sister. Yes. She made a jelly cake. Jelly cake. That's what she I meant. She made a jelly cake. Yes. Mm-hmm. With a with a tiny, uh, with a small, uh, like in a little small pan. But on that jelly cake, you had approximately 
six layers of cake with jelly in between. Now, in order to do that, that cake had to be really, really thin. But uh, it was something that I cannot explain. But as Sandra said, nobody could make the jelly cake like she can, or like she could have. (laughs) So let me ask a question uh, real quick. Now, I remember uh, growing up that when it came down to getting ready to eat, that as uh, the matriarch of the family, Bernice said that the women were doing all the cooking. But I also remember that it was the kids' jobs to set the table, right? Yes, yes. Right. So all the kids would, would chime in and make sure that the table was set. And when we got down to eat, it was pretty much you eat wherever. If you're sitting on the couch, if you're sitting in the chair, if you're sitting on the the first step on the stairs that goes from the upstairs to the downstairs, you you ate wherever you could find a nice little spot, right? Right. There you go. It was that right. is the kind of warmth that existed, you know, and uh, all around, all around, wherever, uh, and. The young people were given special attention uh, when they were younger. Make sure that they had their dinner almost right away, you know. And uh, <laughs> I imagine because there were so many of us until you couldn't put everybody at the table. So what Jim is saying is right. So if, if, if anybody can answer this at the round table, now my recollection of the height of when we were doing Thanksgiving, did we have about 70, maybe 75 people in one house at a time? Am, am I wrong in thinking that? Or is that kind of about the right number? No, I would think, Jim, it would be about, uh, I would think it would be about around 50 people, okay. you know, or something that area. Because as I said, we we had a a huge building, and we had big rooms, and you could get four or five people in one room almost. But it was it, it was a crowd. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, of course, I, I, I forget I, that there were <laughs> relatives around, and people always came visiting us. Yeah, because they knew that we always had good food. <laughs> and. And I remember, uh, and and mommy and, and and Casey, maybe you guys can help me with this one. But I remember that when it came down to taking showers, <laughs> it, 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 it kind of went by the hierarchy, right? <laughs> so so it was like you know, on uh, Bernice and everybody on that level, they got their showers first, and everybody else trickled down to the kids, and then we usually got like the cold water or the very. <laughs> very the very lukewarm water to, to kind of wash up real quick. So that's just yeah. one of my fond memories of uh of just being in the house together, like with fifty people all yeah. in showers. Yeah, I think I think the key to that, though, to to all these memories that we're talking about, the one word that that just stands out 
and I know is important to Aunt Bernice is togetherness. Yes. It did not matter how many people, and like you said, Jim, it didn't even matter where you slept or where you ate. The fact that we were all together was That's so it. significant, um, you know, at, at that time. And you weren't looking for luxury. You weren't mm-hmm. looking for convenience. You were looking for right. You were looking for being yeah. together and showing the love. Yeah. Uh, and you may not see him again till the next one. Mm-hmm. But once we all got together, that was the important. That was the important thing. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I want to say at this point in my life at ninety eight. Jim talked about the togetherness. Um, My parents taught us to love one another, to share, don't forget, take care of one another. And I find that at 98, I have seven brothers, and they're all gone. I have two sisters that are all gone, mother and father. But the thing that has held on, my nieces and my nephews treat me as if I was their mom. Mm. Not an aunt, like I was their mom. Yes. They care about me. They come to see me. They share what they have with me. The, the point, what I'm saying, the love that my parents started is still extending it down to me. And I pray that it would continue on. That love is generational. You know, yes. it, started, it started from the top and it's continuing down. And I think one of my goals with having you here, being blessed to have you here, as well as my mama and cousin Casey, is that let this be something that the younger generation can listen to and appreciate and just continue to vibe off of what the old school history of not only our family around Thanksgiving, but also just what it means to be together yes. and to love. It's not about materialistic things, y'all. It is about Amen. Amen. It, it it is about togetherness. Yes. It is about the the love of each other and the gratitude that we give each other for just being with each other. Yes. So, yes, Jim. Casey, is there anything that you want to ask, Aunt Bernice? Well, well, you know, she continues to drop wisdom all the time, but um, I I would like to ask her, what is her, um, what is her wish moving forward for, the next generation for what she would want Thanksgiving to look like? Are you asking me? Yes. You want Thanksgiving to look like? My Thanksgiving will always be that I hope that somewhere along the line, the family can be together. Sometimes because of certain situations, they can't always be together, but somewhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I would think and I hope to pray that the family would not be happy if they did not get to see 
each other somewhere during the time. You may not be able to do it as a group, and I would hope that you could, but if you couldn't, don't forget the love that exists, and nothing beats love. Jim referred to money quite a bit this, doing this, and he said that he's, and I love to hear him say, it wasn't about money. Money does not make you happy. Money does not last for so long. It's the love that I hope that the glue will continue to be in this family. It started a long time ago, and I certainly hope it will continue to be that way. One of the things that my parents always said, take care of one another. Look after one another. Don't forget one another. Nothing beats love. A family of love never dies. You see why she is the matriarch of my family, y'all? Because she is 98 years old and she is still dropping knowledge all over the place. Okay. My goodness. Uh, Mom. So, yes. Um, anything that you want to ask Aunt Bernice? Well, I, not ask, but I would like to share the fact that the, the love of your family becomes a condition that you share with others. And I think at Thanksgiving in particular, I tend to look not only at my family, but I look at other people whose family may be dysfunctional uh, for whatever yeah. reasons there are and, and share the love with them too. That gives me great satisfaction you know, at, at this time of the year, to be able to do that, not only with my family, but with, with people whose family doesn't look like mine, might not even feel like mine. That's a great source um, of energy for me. Amazing. Amazing. This is why I wanted to bring this together like this. Um, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way than to have it with my mama, cousin Casey, and the matriarch of my family, Aunt Bernice. So I'm going to kind of close it out like this on this uh, Thanksgiving Day episode, man. That I love you guys. Aunt Bernice, I love you to the moon and back. Thank you for 55 years, soon to be 56 years of my life. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I still have you in my life at 98, would you be in 98? And I expect to see you another year from now at 99. Okay. <laughs> right. You are. Because, you are because we, we, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again next year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we've already I, you, reserved for another year. Yeah. It's good. You said that Jim, because one of the things I say to Aunt Bernice, look, I'm pushing for a hundred. That's mm-hmm. what I want. So we can do mm-hmm. a great big celebration. Absolutely. I said, you do what you're supposed to do so you can get there. We'll do what other things right. around you <laughs> to help you get there. But we want try. we want to make, make that 100. So but before we, we close this out, before we close this out, there's always a story that Aunt Bernice would tell. Okay. And it had to do with the, the Neesmith boys, right? And when they got together at 
um, Thanksgiving, <laughs> they had what was called the conference. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go, Aunt Bernice. Uh-oh. You knew so, it was coming, Aunt Bernice. So I need Aunt Bernice in her own words, because sometimes when I tell the story to people, they're like, ah, uh, get out of here. No way. So Aunt Bernice, can you, can you tell the official as much as you can tell, because even at 55, I'm still a little afraid of what used to happen back in that room. But can you just share with us? In the room? Yeah. What, what, what? You mean the you know, room you're kid, talking about? The locked doors? Yeah. What, Are what? Are you talking about the locked, <laughs> the locked doors? Yeah. You know, well, you know that closed room. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's talking about. When we had family meetings. Yeah. Uh, we uh, always went in and... We did not allow uh, any in-laws in in the meeting. Uh, the purpose of that was to keep the harmony going in the family, to keep the love. Uh, as sisters and brothers, we could go in that meeting and disagree with one another on any situation. And we would come out sisters and brothers. But we all thought that sometime to bring an in-law in, not understanding all of the situation that's going on, can have a hurt feeling that can never be mended. So for that reason, we felt that no one should be in that room except the blood relatives. And that was the <laughs> That was where all the plans were made. The business was discussed. Jim has never forgotten it. I don't no. even know how he remembered it. Well, he was such a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so look. Tr- truth be told, the way I remember it, and I, Mama might be able to back me up on this, but the way I remember it was, <laughs> I tried to get in one of those meetings as a kid. <laughs> oh. Yanking at the door. <laughs> and I got a very stern talking to by one of the brothers when he opened that door. So one of my recollections as a kid was, hey, I think I'm going to go in here and be with the family. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> and that is That's true. I, I think the other life. thing, the other thing, too, that was a mystery, um, Bernice, for Jim in particular, was it, it, it could be somebody's bedroom, but all of you would go in that room mm-hmm. and you close the door. But when you open the door, you know, all your brothers smoke cigars. So it was, you know, it was a smoky room and, and it, it was just the, 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 the oh, wow. it was so clandestine in there. And Jim just wanted to know what goes on in that room. And, you know, it was probably what? Four or five years ago, maybe, when Jim finally asked you, Aunt Bernice, what were y'all doing in that room? But don't forget, Aunt Bernice, you were talking about all that property that you all own down there in the in the Neesmith corner. You talked a lot about that. And maybe the in-laws didn't understand, you know, how right. you wanted to keep all that property in the family and not, you know, uh, discuss that kind of right. Of a, a business outside the, the bloodline. And that's true. <laughs> and it, it has worked. Mm-hmm. It has worked. I think it's a it's a situation it's one of the remedies if I had to recommend it 
to any group of family, any 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 family that has business, they should keep the in-laws out and do the bloodline because there's always a problem when the in-laws come in and add this back and other that they don't understand and so can and can cause little friction that can bring a little tension that would not have to be. There you go. That would be my recommendation. <laughs> All right. Well, Casey, um, any final thoughts before we start to uh, close it out? I'll give it to you. Um, I'm just grateful for the opportunity, and I'm grateful that um, you were able to um, get Arbonese to, you know, share as much as she loves to share um, on such a global and international platform that you have. <laughs> but also, um, I just hope that even um, as our family continues to grow and move forward, that we don't forget, even, you know, even if we can't get together all the time, but those times that we can get together, how much um, fun it always is and how much fun it always will be. Absolutely. Mama, final thoughts? Yes, I think um, this uh, idea of, of roundtable discussion is something that we could do in the family outside of the Sexy Cool Lounge. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Aunt Bernice was able to join us, participate, offer her wisdom, it just shows you that as a family, we can do this and still hold on to those nuggets that are very special and that make us um, a great group Amen. of people to be part of. Um, Bernice, Amen. Um, Bernice, final thoughts. You got yes. it. Well, all I would say is I thank God that God has allowed me to live this many years to come to this day to be able to, to be able that Jim cared so much. Oh, that you cared, that you would do this, that you wanted to do this. It also shows that you have a deep feeling about family. God bless you, Jim. God bless you, Sandra. God bless you, Casey. Mm. Keep it together. Mm. Don't let it go. So, wow. How do I even like follow that up? Get the Kleenex, pass the Kleenex around. You see, you see why she's the matriarch of my family, y'all? You see yeah. why? Because she drops it every single time. Yeah. Uh, I can't even follow that. I'm going to end it on that. And all I'm going to say to my family is based on what Aunt Bernice just said, love yourself. Love yourself enough to continue to radiate your vibe on this holiday giving episode. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget family, not only here at the round table, but my sexy, cool lounge family around the world. Even though sometimes we do not have as much as others, man, let this episode be a testament to the fact that we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family, loved ones, and friends. And I will see you on the next episode.